This is Michael Camella, the principal at Nathaniel Green Middle School, and I would like to welcome everyone to The 721, the podcast for Nathaniel Green Middle School in Providence, Rhode Island. We had a very busy week this week. We first want to congratulate our girls' cross-country team, who finished first place out of seven middle schools in our district's cross-country championship on Thursday. We also want to congratulate our boys for finishing second not bad for a team of only seven boys. We also want to thank our coaches, Ms. Rossi and Mrs. Fox, for giving their time and for giving our students an opportunity to participate and for all the training they provided to them. And to Mrs. Mosca, our parent representative, for all of her support and assistance as well. So congratulations to everyone. We also rolled out our No Bully program on Friday to all of our uh, students in three assemblies, led by our deans of students, Mr. Norton and Mrs. Ms. Matzenbecker, and also Ms. Kemp and Ms. Ortiz. So we had a very successful rollout uh, this week, especially in um, the month of October, No Bully Month. We also had our first parent cafe on Thursday, where we entertained several parents and families with coffee and donuts. They had a chance to speak with the administration, ask questions. We also talked about uh, some exciting things going on. This is an opportunity for parents to come in the morning who can't attend some of the evening events, such as our PTO, to get information. So um, we're going to continue those on a monthly basis, our next one coming up in mid-November. We'll be talking more about that as we get closer to that as well. We also had wrestling start this week. Wrestling started on Thursday. It's one of our biggest sports and our biggest programs for our kids. They're really excited about it. So we're excited to get that uh, going in the coming weeks as well. So we just want to welcome you to this week's podcast. And we get to hear from Miss Polo, our ESL coach here at Nathaniel Green. So welcome. This week we are talking with Miss Heather Polo, uh, who has been in multiple roles here. So our first question, Heather, is currently what is your role at Nathaniel Green? And then you can talk a little bit about previously what you've done here as well. So currently I teach two periods of sixth grade science, ESL, and then I'm also the ESL coordinator for the building. So I'm helping teachers feel a little bit more comfortable with having ESL students in their classroom. How did you originally get into the ESL world? Um, when I was first out of college, there were no teaching jobs to be found. So I actually went to the Dominican Republic for a while and I taught at a bilingual school there. And I really found my niche for working with um, that population. And so coming back, finding Providence schools, it was much easier to get a job with that experience. And now it's my comfort zone. Going to the DR, were you fluent in the language before I was you went? There. I was working at living there really amped it up. I was like fully immersed. If I wanted to go to the store and buy what I needed to buy, I had to figure it out. How long did that take you? Um, about six months. And after six months, you felt like you could hang with anybody? Yeah. And communicate? Conversationally. And you've been able to keep that up yeah. since coming back? I've done a lot of self-studying too. Yeah. Do you use anything in particular? My, my PGG last year was trying to get better with the Spanish language. And you know, we used Rosetta Stone a little bit, Duolingo. I did a lot of like the basic drill and kill, to be honest with you. Yeah. And then my husband, we speak Spanish at home. So that's kept up the conversation part. Only Spanish at home? Pretty much. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. So how long have you been in education altogether? Um, so I taught four years in the Dominican and now this is my um, fifth year here. What was the grade level in the Dominican? Fourth. 
So you did fourth grade in the Dominican. And then since you've been here, it's, it's always been middle school. Yep. And just sixth grade, just sixth grade. You interested in, in higher grades? Are you certified no, in higher? That's where I draw the line. Sixth grade, sixth grade. I really like middle school. Now that I'm in middle school, I don't know that I would go back to elementary, but after six, it gets a little hairy for me. <laughs> so I feel the same way. My start was in elementary. I was elementary, am elementary certified. Just student taught third grade. I thought perfect age, right? They're not too young. I'm not exactly. I'm not teaching them how to read. Where you know they're reading to learn. Um, but then I started working in middle school, and it's I never looked back. Yeah, and the sixth graders, you know, they come in shy. They don't know where they are. It's a big school. Then, like, around May, they turn, and that's when I say goodbye, and they move on to the next grade. And then you give them to me in seventh right. grade. So I taught sixth grade as well uh, at Del Sesto. And, again, yeah, I felt like that was a great age. They came in, just like you said. They were a little unsure of themselves. I could kind of mold them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, since I've been in this role, I've been working with majority seventh grade. And, and uh, you know, I like them, too, for sure. Interesting. Different challenges. Yes. So why originally did you become a teacher? Um, there are many, many teachers in our family. My mom taught for 37 years. Oh, wow. Um, so I just think that was like always in my head. Like I had a little school in the basement set up. <laughs> I taught school to my sister who was younger. We'd go in her classroom like when we had the opportunity. So then as I got older, I would kind of like tutor some of her students. She thought she was sixth grade too. Um, and use them for like community service hours. And it just was like always ingrained that that's what I was going to do. Oh, wow. So luckily it worked out. <laughs> now my sister's a teacher. My sister-in-law's a teacher. Her sister's a teacher. And there's a big line. Yeah, my family, I do not come from a, a line of teachers. I think moving forward, it is going to be a line of teachers. My wife's a teacher. Yeah. I'm a teacher. My daughter loves to read, my older one. Um, so, I mean, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. So what would you say your best role, best part of your role as an educator is? So I think that like particularly teaching in Providence, because I grew up in East Greenwich and I always just assumed like I would want to teach where I grew up. Um, But now that I teach in Providence, which is so different, but like I can really see when a student needs that support that you're offering them. That to me is more meaningful than just like the content that I'm giving them, like the fact that they see me as a role model or they come to me with their concerns or things that are going on or things that they want to celebrate like that really adds to it. And that's something that if I was teaching in other districts, I don't think you would necessarily get. Yeah. And with uh, using the summit platform, I just started having mentees this year and I find that is tenfold in terms of. Yeah. Those kids that I get to meet with weekly and really get to build those relationships with. And you definitely see them expand over time and what they want to tell you and how much they open up. Yeah. I had a kid today who we we finished and I said, anything else you want to talk about? And he had like a list of things that he wanted to to discuss with me. Sometimes you have to shut him off. (laughs) (laughs) It was actually one of yours from last year. I'll share that off, off, off air. Switching roles gears a little bit to growing up, do you have a favorite memory that you can think of that you think back fondly on of growing up? I think um, my mom's side of the family, she's one of seven. She's the oldest of seven, and most of them stayed in Rhode Island when we were younger. So I was one of like 25 plus cousins, all within like maybe five or six years of each other. 
So those like big family events, we had like a big 4th of July, Christmas Eve was huge. Those memories really stick. And now we still get together on Christmas Eve, but it's our kids who we're celebrating and watching them play. It's really special that we've been able to like stay close that long. Yeah, that sounds very similar to my upbringing. I was, my mom is one of seven. So I grew up with all sorts of cousins and then now we're still close and we still have those holidays together. And just like you said, now we're watching our kids do the things that we did 20 years ago. Do you have a favorite hometown restaurant? Um, So where I live is where lots of people travel like farther distances to go to eat. Main Street in East Greenwich has lots of good restaurants. So usually our go-to is Meritage. Um, anything in their half price apps they do from like 4:30 to 6:30, I believe. Um, I don't think I've ever actually eaten like an entree there. We strictly go for the apps, so they have a nice selection. That's where we go, like to celebrate something or get some girlfriends together, things like that. Mm. We spend some time there in the summer. Yeah. Not usually any other season. Mm-hmm. When the weather the weather's warm, we'll go down there. Blue. Blue. Blue's yep. over there, right? Yep. Good spot. How about a favorite movie? Um, I think it kind of depends on my mood, but I usually gravitate to, gravitate towards movies where like there's multiple plot lines and then they kind of cross over. Like um, Love Actually is coming to mind. Like it has a lot of big celebrities and they each have like their own storyline and then you see like how they cross and I like movies like that. Sappy ones. Usually. Sappy ones. Yeah. How does your husband feel about those? Um, he usually watches something else in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> something on the iPad. Yeah, he's big into action. I'm not so much into that. I'm not a big action guy yeah. either. I like a comedy. Yeah. Uh, or, or something that makes you think a little bit. Yeah. Those are usually my go-tos. How about reading? Um, so I'm in a book club with a bunch of young moms. So we're lucky if we finish that one book for the month. But I usually am able to. Um, my favorite we've read is The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. Okay. It's a World War II story. Um, we always joke because we end up finding stories with like a strong female heroine who does something that's unexpected of her. And that's like the books that we end up liking more. Um, so that's the one that I I remember of all the books that we read. That's the one that we always go back to. Latrice talked when we did this with, with her and, and BK. They talked a little bit about book clubs. I've never been a part of one. How do you choose the books each month? It started that the host would choose um, but now we, some people just kind of like keep a list in their phone of what their friends tell them. And if it comes up in like more than one person's list, we'll go to it. Or like last night we met actually, and people were on reading the Amazon reviews. So we just kind of go on a whim by and now. And you actually get to find time to go to somebody's house and meet face to face. Yep. Wow. Every four to six weeks. We That's rotate it. houses and we don't talk so much about the book. Oh, we really? talk a lot about our kids and that all that other being. stuff, but yeah, still fun. I'd love to to be a part of that at some point. Just haven't had a chance to yet. Yeah, my sister-in-law started it as her New Year's resolution. Yeah. And now we're in the third year. That's cool. Yeah. If you had to give a 30-minute speech, not about education, if I just handed you the mic in the auditorium and said, I need you to just kill some time. <laughs> I'd probably die inside. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that you think that you could just speak on unplanned for 30 minutes? Um, I'm sure there is like every time I've listened to these podcasts so far, this is the one question I'm like, I wonder what I would say in the time that it's my turn, but probably like aside from family things, you know, I could talk for a long time about my experience in the Dominican Republic cause it was unique. 
and like the person I was at that age, I'm surprised I even did it in the first place. Um, but something like totally apart from myself, I really like, um, like pop culture stuff. Like I'm big into reality TV. So oh, yeah? I can talk about that for a long time. Um, baking. I love, I'm not like always awesome at it, but I always watch those competition shows as well and looking for new recipes to try. Um, so things like that. What kind of reality TV do you watch? Oh, Bravo TV. Bravo. Real Housewives. Is that like Real Housewives and oh, stuff? Oh yeah. All that stuff. Can't say I've gotten into that. No, it's okay. You're either like totally into it or never heard of it. See, I was into the, the real world. Yes, and TV me too. And road rules. And yep. then they had oh, the, yeah. challenge. the challenge. I used yeah. to love the challenge. Same. I don't get to watch it too much anymore. No, I don't have MTV on my new. Um, me neither. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where it all stemmed from, probably. The good stuff. Uh, so, if, lastly, it's June, fast forward to June 2020. The school year is ending. What five words do you want your students to use to describe their time in your classroom? Um, I feel like I would want them to say that it was a comfortable place to be. I try to like really set that up from the get-go. I did a big donors choose project and some dumpster diving to make my classroom look comfortable. Yeah, that was one of my favorite classrooms to go in. Because it didn't feel like a classroom. Yeah, that's like the whole kind of mindset about it. And then they're more open. And they did a great job last year, those kids. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. they really did. They worked really hard. Um, I and think, you did too. You worked very you. hard. Um, kindness is like a big thing I try to instill by modeling it and then having students be that way to each other. So I would hope that that would be something they would use. Um, trustworthy. Um stern not in a bad way just i like things the way i like them and i think students need to learn that sometimes there's a rule set of rules to follow and one more that was four okay huh this yeah this usually this question has it made me pause and usually i have to edit out a few some silence yeah when i when i feel I like get this organized together. comes to mind that's like that one. doesn't necessarily talk to my personality which is what i would have thought i would say but i mean i try to be organized and that's like a skill that students need to start learning about this age if they're going to be successful especially with summit so i try to be organized and then kind of like pass that off yeah definitely well. it rubbed off last year on those guys that you had thanks so that was nice to see and they're they're doing well this year too so yeah, far. Yeah, this role allows me to kind of pop into their classrooms yeah. and see what they're doing. So it's so, cool. some that weren't that didn't start so well last year have more greens than reds yeah. right now. Yeah. So that was nice. And they're to proud say. to show it, which is they cool. They love it. Yeah. They, and they loved it too last year. They would yeah, come yeah. up to me in the cafeteria just beaming. Yeah. When they passed a content assessment. Yeah, that's nice. That's rare to find. Mm. Any last words to share with us? Not really. Just glad that I found this place and that you know, everything aligned the way that it did so that the green is my home. Yeah, we're happy to have you. Thank, Thank you. you. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast with Ms. Polo. Some exciting things coming up for next week. We have soccer starting on Tuesday and Thursday, uh, both our boys and girls team, so we're excited to get that kicked off. Um, we have our classical prep continuing on Tuesday and Thursday, as well as the test, which will take place on Saturday morning, October 26th at 8 a.m. We'll be pro providing students with additional information this week as we get closer to that.
We also have our student council uh, vote this week. So we will be meeting with each of the grade level teams and students who have signed up to uh, run for student council will be presenting, making their case for why our students should vote them as representatives for each of the teams. We have a bingo this week, October 24th. That'll take place on Thursday um, from 5.30 to 7.30 in the evening here in the cafeteria. That's always an exciting time. We hope uh, everyone comes out, play some bingo, win some prizes, and also bring some uh, food, some canned or box items for our food drive, which will take place in November. So we're hoping everybody comes out uh, to support that as well. And also, School Spirit Week um, to uh, uh, support our No Bully program. So on Monday, it's Crazy Hair Day. Tuesday is Twin Day. And Wednesday is Unity Day, where we want everyone to wear orange for Unity Day. So we have a busy week coming up. So we hope uh, to have a great week, and we'll see you all next time.